Well, hello there, and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani with Jerry Usher, and hopefully you, because we're going to be storming heaven today with our urgent prayer requests and intentions. Jerry, we do our prayer shows twice a month. They are very, very active, and we have the whole Take Two family sharing what their needs are, their requests, their wants, their desires, their dreams. We storm heaven. We believe in the power of prayer. We celebrate praise reports, and we thank God so very much. And that's what Take Two is all about. We come together as the mystical body of Christ. Whew, I think I got it all covered. <laughs> that's right. So if you have an urgent prayer intention today, like sort of a God, I need you now. I need you to hear me now. I need you to answer me now. Please be gracious and do that for me, God. If you have a prayer intention that is really important or dear to your heart, Here's the number. Phone lines are wide open right now. That won't be the case in about three minutes, so I encourage you to call early. 833-288-EWTN. 833-288-3986. We have the show team in place. Ace McKay, our producer, he's at the controls, doing a fine job. We have Matt Gabinski answering phones, so please start calling in. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. We like to storm heaven. We believe in the power of prayer, so please call Matt Gabinski. He's waiting for your call. Jeff Burson's at social media, and we're waving to everybody on YouTube and Facebook. You got your chats going, and you're posting your prayer requests. Jerry, if it's okay with you, I'm going to put in um, three. You know what? I'm going to add one more. Four urgent prayer requests. Um, that I have, uh, they're all, I'm going to leave the names out. Uh, God knows who they are. Uh, one is for um, um, a beautiful family and marriage. Another one is for uh, a person that just lost his mother um, um, who died. And then two others for uh, cancer. Um, they got cancer diagnoses. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of them is, is potentially terminal. So... Mm-hmm. I've got four urgent prayer requests, Jerry. Uh, do you want me to add any for you? Yeah, I would just say please keep praying for uh, my pastor in California, uh, Father Paul Smith. Um, he is going to go to your neck of the woods, Debbie, to the Mayo Clinic in Scottsdale. Okay. Um, there, you know, he had the brain tumor removed a few years ago, and the symptoms have come back. His equilibrium, he has headaches. There's just a lot of things going on right now, and doctors are just really kind of baffled. So they're going to send him to the best of the best at the Mayo yeah. Clinic, and hopefully. Wow diagnose something that dear God is not, uh, you know, really serious. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, Father Paul, just continue to pray for him if you would, take two family. Absolutely. Okay, so Jerry, if it's okay with you, we're ready to go to Paula. Paula's up first, but let me give the phone number, 833-288-3986. You can tell by the the sound of our voices and how fast we're going, we're going to try to get to everyone today. So Paula is up first, coming in really fast from Toledo, Ohio, on Annunciation Radio. Paula, welcome to our Urgent Prayer Request Show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. My brother Frank has a very rare tailbone cancer, uh, chondrosarcoma, now they're calling it a cartilaginous, whatever, lesion. But the uh, we're trying to get them up to U of M Spinal Care, and they're saying they're denying it right now. We don't know why, and he's losing sensation in his feet. He's currently in the hospital. He's been back and forth. Um, it's very frustrating because the doctors aren't able to see what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. need prayers. I need prayers for my brother. Frank, and we put Frank in the prayer book. Okay, real quickly, tell us um, where his faith life. Could you just kind of give us an idea? 
Oh, my brother is a very active. He and his wife are both uh, cradle uh, Catholics, but they also attend weekly mass. Um, I'm a Eucharistic minister, so I took him up communion uh, while I was in the hospital yesterday. He's a very faith-filled guy. Mm. You know, he definitely um, loves the Lord. There's no doubt. Good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that obviously makes a lot of difference. And, and you, Paula, thank you for being a beautiful sister to him and letting the world, the Take-Two family, know about this. Debbie, as she said, has added Frank to the prayer book. And you and all of your loved ones will be in there as well, Paula. Okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. i got to walk in the mask. Thanks. Okay. okay. Have, thank say you, say Paula. one for us. <laughs> yes, please. Mm-hmm. Okay, Paula just freed up a phone line if you'd like to get a prayer request, urgent prayer request in. We used to title it um, uh, 911 God, We Need You Now. We dropped the 911 because we didn't want anybody calling 911. So it's, right. But we do uh, need God right now with these urgent requests 833 all right, Willie is in Georgia listening to us on the quest out of the Atlanta area. Hi, Willie. Thank you for your call. What can we pray for? Hi, Debbie. Um, and um, I, I just need to ask for your prayers for my wife. Um, she went for a medical test, and, and her test became positive for mm-hmm. cancer. And more testing is going to be needed, so I would like to request uh, prayers for her. Okay, so Willie, real real quickly, I, and whatever you feel comfortable sharing, please do. But just because we want to go very specific with God, is this is this a first time cancer for her? Yes, it is. Okay, how old is she roughly? She's fifty four. Okay, she's young. Okay, and um, is she a, a woman of faith? Unfortunately, my wife has had challenges in that area. I try to be an example for her together with my son uh, and um but it's that's that's a challenge for her at the present time has been there for years okay so willie here's my suggestion okay and jerry may add something even more powerful for you but this is my suggestion for you as a husband okay um and if you feel comfortable giving us her first name i'll put her name in the book if not everyone uh, god knows who a, a Willie's wife is. So God knows, okay? But whatever you feel comfortable. Just wanted to say, Willie, um, maybe just say to your lovely wife that, you know, you're going to carry that torch for her. You're going to be that person of prayer. You're going to be that person that will will connect with God when she doesn't feel very connected to God. You will be that, that kind of, I, I like to kind of... Uh, equated or, or use the, the visual aid of a, of a garden hose. Okay. You're going to be that, but that, uh, connection there. And I would just, uh, Willie, if you can prayer and fasting, the fasting is key. We are hearing a lot of cancers right now and, 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 and fasting breaks strongholds. Jerry's got something to say. You hear the music. Willie, we're going to have to have you hold for just a moment because I want to give Jerry a chance. But I got to say a little bit more, Jerry, on fasting. It's very important. It just came up actually overnight because I couldn't sleep. So stay with us, folks. Urgent prayer requests today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. We'll be right back. You are with Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on EWTN Radio. We're talking with Willie in Georgia. Uh, this is our urgent prayer show, 
3986. Willie's wife recently, uh, just yesterday, discovered uh, had a cancer diagnosis. And Willie, I know that Debbie shared some important thoughts with you. A couple of things that I would I would share. Um, you may or may not know, um, I am doing the program this year as a seminarian in the Diocese of Orlando. And I'm at the Basilica of St. Paul in Daytona Beach. And they have last night, we had our monthly uh, Mass with Healing Prayers. They've been doing this for a year. And the pastor shared with me they have had two, actually two miraculous cures from cancer uh, at these Masses with Healing Prayers. So um, let, let's just, let's be hopeful. You know, God is in, the, is in the healing and the curing business as well as a lot of other businesses right now to help his people. So that's one thing. And the other thing regarding your wife and, and her, her faith life, you know, Debbie made a great point. You know, you're sort of the, the conduit for that right now. But I just would encourage you, my sister uh, did pass away about six years ago, but she had been away from the church for about six years. I mean, for 40 years. And um I just, I, I was able to go up to the Pacific Northwest because I can do the radio show from anywhere. And I spent the last two months of her life with her. And I did not, I didn't lead with, hey, hey you know, Mary, you need to know these Bible verses. Or here's what the catechism says. You really need to start going to church. I just was there. I was just a presence to her and for her. And eventually, uh, God opened the door. I said, do you want to see a priest? She said, yes. She, she ended up, before she passed away, she was offering her suffering for, for our family and for, you know, the Take-Two listeners. And so it, it's a miraculous mm-hmm. uh, turnaround in her life. So, Willie, God's grace is going to be powerfully active in this situation with you and your wife. I can just really assure you of that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, yeah. Jerry and Debbie. Uh, mm-hmm. I cannot thank you enough. And thank you for everything you do for, for all oh. of us daily. Thank you. Did you care to give us your wife's first name, Willie? If not, that's fine. Um, I'll give you her middle name is Maria. That's okay. Maria. Beautiful. Well, then you, yeah. you must go to Our Lady, Willie. Yeah. Go to Our yeah. Lady, please. I, 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 I'm always there, and I will continue to go. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right, brother, our prayers and mm-hmm. hearts are with you, so be assured of that. Um, 833-288-3986. We are storming heaven today with you on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Okay, and we will go to Amber next. And Amber is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on the iHeart Radio app. Hello, Amber. Welcome to our Urgent Prayer Request show. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, mine's going to be quick also because I have to get back to work. This is um, a personal prayer request mm-hmm. um, for me. Um, I have what's called Hagelin's deformity, and it's basically what it is, is it's a bone that grows behind your Achilles tendon. It, if you have high arches, usually people have this. Um, mm-hmm. And if you kind of walk with um, hard back shoes and kind of stomp a little bit. Well, I had surgery in June for the Hagelin's deformity on my right foot, and it's very painful Um They have to take off your Achilles tendon and reattach it with screws to your calcaneus bone. And so I was out of work for five, almost six months because of this. I had a very active lifestyle. Since we're symmetrical as human beings, um, I also have it on my left foot. It wasn't as severe, but it's very painful. I would love if God could just shrink my bone behind that Achilles tendon on my left foot so I wouldn't have to go through this again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I am. Mm. Thank you. 
Real quickly, I know you got to get back to work because of the pain, Amber, because the anticipation of the, 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 the pain that you have to go through in order to achieve a better outcome? Well, the one I had, um, I didn't have any other choice. One day I just couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. I had a bump on the back of my heel for a couple of years, and then one day I just couldn't walk. Mm. Um, and so on my left foot, it's actually painful. Um, I just don't want it to continue to grow. Right. that bone that's back there. Um, okay. And it's painful now. Mm-hmm. I would just so love if God could shrink it. I know he can do anything. Sure, sure. So you're in, you want a full-blown miracle for this. Is that what oh, you're asking? Oh, gosh, yes. I, mm-hmm. I mean, if I could have both feet returned back to the way God designed me, I'd love that even more. Mm-hmm. Real quickly, are you Catholic, Amber? Yes, I am. Okay. Have you been over to the Miracle House in Canton, Ohio? It's only about an hour from you in Pittsburgh. I've been to the Rhoda Wise House in Canton, Ohio. Great. Can you make another visit there, possibly? Well, not during the week. I just got a new job because, okay. I mean, like I said, I was out of work. Um, okay. But one day I could. Okay. Maybe call them, speak to the caretaker there, let her know that you've been there before, ask if they can start praying for you, May, um, share with, um, with um, our Lord and Our Lady that you, you're going to make another visit back, and let's go big with God, and, and let's, get, let's go for that miracle. Amen. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your prayers. I really appreciate it. You're most welcome. Thank you, Amber, for the call. We are nothing if not a praying family, the Take Two family, mm-hmm. here on EWTN Radio. We're going to get back to more of your prayer intentions. First, though, I want to tell you about a book that you really should consider uh, getting. It's from EWTN Publishing, and it's called 30 Marian Eucharistic Visits by Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle. And during this year leading up to the Eucharistic Revival, or actually it's, we're kind of in the Eucharistic Revival, it's going to culminate with the gathering next summer. Um, this book, it, it'll inflame your heart with love for Jesus' Eucharistic heart through the heart of his mother Mary. It will help you enter into meditation with Jesus and Mary as never before and will open your heart to receive the graces available from the sacred mysteries. Mm -hmm. You'll find ways to rekindle the fire of divine love in your prayer life and grow in loving communion with our Lord in the Eucharist. As I mentioned, it's an ideal resource for the Eucharistic revival. It's 30 Marian Eucharistic Visits by Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle, a new book from EWTN Publishing at EWTNRC.com, where we encourage you to buy Catholic, shop EWTNRC.com. Great book. Fabulous book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie, if you're listening still in Georgia, we've got folks um, that are uh, fasting right now for your beautiful wife, Maria. Um, and just to get back to fasting real quickly, it doesn't have to be just fasting from food, okay? It can be fasting from, you know, simple pleasures like, um, you know, being on your phone, your screen time and, you know, or, or having that extra, you know, time to watch TV at night. You can you can pull back on that and, and, and put prayer and the rosary in. So there's all sorts of uh, ways to get creative fasting. It doesn't have to be just um, from pulling back from food and stuff. So just wanted Willie to know already the prayers are, are going up for Maria. 
Very good. We take your emails as well at take2 at EWTN.com. You can also post your prayer intentions on the Facebook and YouTube live video streams. Hello to all of you there. Mary Ann did email, said uh, prayers for an occult event in her town to stop and see the lights. She says it's happening on September 25th. And Linda, a very young, newly married couple, has experienced two miscarriages already and have just given birth to a baby girl at 22 weeks pregnancy. The baby is in critical condition. We will call her baby Mary. It's a truly devout Catholic pro-life couple, so please pray for a miracle. And Jerry, did you just say Marianne said the event's happening September 25th? So Marianne, um, obviously go to Padre Pio. His feast day is the 23rd. Ask Padre Pio if he could if he can step in and, and somehow um, minimize the, the negative effects of that event that's happening in your town. But just to let people know, things like that are happening all over the country. So we need to pray more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, Jerry? Yeah. We certainly do, and we're going to pray next with Diane in North Carolina, listening on Sirius XM 130. Diane, welcome to the prayer program. Hi, thank you, Jerry and Debbie. Um, Can you hear me okay? Very well. Okay. Um, I'm asking for prayers for my brother, Paul. He's in the hospital because his kidneys were failing, Um, but it seems to be a symptom of something larger we don't even know yet. Um, They're looking at possibly multiple myeloma, but um, like I said, they don't even have a diagnosis yet. They don't know why this is happening, but it looks like it's going to be serious. I don't know. Um, I'm praying for, you know, a simple fix. Right. Anyway, and um, Paul is a wonderful, wonderful person, but he is an atheist. So we need lots of prayers for him. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what sound, what can seem like a challenge to us is an opportunity for God, Diane. And I think it's been shared on this program already, some of the testimonies of how God has really worked in the lives of those who are perhaps away from him, a little bit distant, but through whatever means, sometimes through an illness, uh, something even serious, uh, you know, God can definitely touch hearts and move wills to turn back to him. So that'll definitely be our prayer. And you have a chance, you have a blessed chance, blessed opportunity here, Diane, to be a real beautiful instrument in Paul's, you know, coming to faith. And of course, your prayers for his God willing, his healing as well, or something, you know, not too serious. So mm-hmm. absolutely. I was just gonna say, is, is Paul um, a, a baptized Catholic? Yeah. Okay. He's marked for Christ. He may he may say he's an atheist, but he's marked for Christ. So I would step in, Diane. I agree with Jerry. It's very important we we help each other out um in this area because we are the, if we really believe in the mystical body of Christ, when one is hurting, we're all hurting. So we can help each other and there and there's merit in that and God honors that. So Diane, you hold a very special place for your brother. Thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you. You're very we welcome. love you, Diane. You're yeah. a beautiful sister. Yep. I appreciate y'all so much. Thank you. Yeah. God will see your heart and he will see your tears, Diane. You can be assured mm-hmm. of that. That one, I have such, such a good feeling about that one. I with do Paul. too. Yeah. Isn't your basilica uh, St. Paul? Yeah, I am at the Basilica of St. Paul in Daytona Beach. Uh, certainly encourage anyone mm-hmm. who. Uh, yeah, I thought about that when, when she was telling us about her brother. So, um, yeah. 
God is on the move. Well, and also your former pastor is Father Paul. Maybe mm-hmm. you could ask, you know, there's a, there's a reason this, all these Pauls are showing up today. You know, there's no accident. God works in mysterious ways, but if you pick up on the clues, you, you, God is very obvious in how he works. Um, Jerry, let's hear what John has to say in Kansas City, Kansas, on our friends at Catholic Radio Network. Hi, John. Welcome to our show. Hi. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. What would you like us to pray for, John? Uh, my uh, nine-year-old uh, grandson, Ryland, who will be undergoing uh, open-heart surgery next week uh, for success of that and uh, recovery, <clears throat> pardon me, and for his uh, his parents and uh, sister who are un- un- undergoing uh, a stressful time, as you can imagine, and for his medical team that will be performing the surgery. Yeah. What comes first to mind, and this is not going to be any surprise, Debbie always uh, you know, promotes the guardian angels. I, I would just say be really be starting right now to have Ryland's guardian angel and the rest of yours going to the surgical team, the medical team, the nurses, anybody who's going to play a part in this, that it will just go perfectly well, that God will bless and grace their human efforts with his divine graces in this situation. So. Absolutely. The guardian angels. Way to go, Jerry. Absolutely. Uh, um, Ryland, um, the surgery, do you have the date for the surgery, John? No, no, it hasn't been set, set yet. Okay. Um, have you have you heard of Blessed Carlo Acutis? I have, yes. Okay. Okay. Please ask uh, Carlo to help. Okay. Ryland's young. He's nine years old, but, but, but Carlo... Um, uh, left this earth at, at 15 years old, but he was 15 years. He acted like he was like a, a hundred years old. He had so much knowledge and wisdom. Um, he was amazing. But ask Blessed Carlo to be with with Ryland throughout the whole entire uh, surgery and with the surgeons and the and the medical staff. Um, there have been multiple. Um, uh, personal um, reports that that Blessed Carlo is very active right now. Okay. Okay. Thank you, and thank you very much for your incredibly uh, strong Catholic program. I really um, appreciate it. Well, thank you, John. We appreciate that. We're all in this together as the Take Two family, and that will open up a phone line for your prayer intention. Eight three three two eight eight E W T N. Eight three three. Two eight eight three nine eight six. You have a chance to get the whole Take Two family around the world praying with you and for you right now. Uh, I don't see any downside to that, so please get on one of those open phone lines. Eight three three. Two eight eight three nine eight six. Also, too, don't forget you can on YouTube and Facebook you can post your prayer requests. At the end of the show, we will save some time um, to start. Jerry will lead us in the first prayer, and then, guys, you got to keep going. Go to adoration. Go to mass. If you can't catch mass in person, EWTN's got you covered. Like every couple hours, so just pick up mass and pray the rosary and keep going. We must get heaven's attention, right, Jerry? Indeed, and heaven pays attention and responds beautifully. Uh, God answers every prayer, certainly according to his will, but he is very, very, very generous in granting the desires of our hearts. Um, Tony, on you, watching on YouTube, hi, Tony, says, pray for all priests and religious who boldly proclaim what is right in God's will. Dave, I'm praying for a longtime close friend, Brian, who is unresponsive oh. after something unknown occurred after neck surgery. 
Mm. Uh, he is unresponsive, and it will be a long time to recover if that is God's will. I'm also praying for the healing of my brother Steve, who has Hodgkin's lymphoma and is currently receiving chemotherapy to treat it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got Steve, we've got Brian. Jennifer says, um, going to my first uh, physical therapy on Friday after, after uh, three months of a sprained ankle. Um, so physical therapy, we need it to work for Jennifer. Okay, that's a long time to have a sprained ankle. So Jennifer will be praying for that. Jerry? All right, 833-288-3986. Stay with us. More of your prayer intentions coming right up on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Thank you to our crack show team, uh, the call screener Matt Gabensky, producer Ace McKay, and social media is Jeff Burson, as always. So glad you're with us on this uh, urgent prayer intention program. Once a month we do this. We also have another one right around the start of the month, usually on the first. Whom or what are you praying for? We have many more of your prayer intentions that we're going to get to, but uh, we love to try our very, very best to let the, the affiliates who carry our program know how much we appreciate that, and we love to give them a little love when they're having anniversaries. And so we want to congratulate another longtime member of the EWTN radio family, Domestic Church Media Foundation in New Jersey. 15 years with EWTN serving New Jersey with four stations. Debbie, I know you, you love this, that they're in New Jersey, and we mm-hmm. want to congratulate Jim and Cheryl Manfredonia and their great team at Domestic Church Media from all of your friends here at EWTN. Congratulations, you guys. That is awesome. Okay, we're going back to the phones, and Ellie is in uh, southern Indiana on Tri-State Radio. Hello, Ellie. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Um, I was just hoping that you guys could pray for my friend Katie. Um, She collapsed uh, and is on a ventilator, um, and nobody's quite sure what happened, but she has six kids. The youngest one is five, um, and she's in pretty critical condition. Oh, no. How old is Katie, Ellie? Um, she's in her probably late thirties or early forties. I'm not sure her exact age, but her, her oldest child is in, yeah, is in college or, and her youngest is five. Um, and she's a very faithful Catholic. Um, but we just need lots and lots and lots of prayers for her. Okay. So here's a suggestion for you. We, it it sounds like this is very urgent. We have to immediately respond. You just, um, shared with, uh, the, a worldwide stage, Ellie, for all of us to start as fast and as, as, as intense as we possibly can for Katie. Keep it up, Ellie. Go round the clock, get prayer teams together, do whatever you can do, have, have vigils set up, prayer vigils, uh, folks going into adoration, round the clock, staying there uh, for the sole purpose for Katie's um, healing. Can, can you, it sounds like you're, you're, you're in that mode of organizing that. We'll, we'll do our part from this end. If you can do it from where you're at, um, let's, let's really surround her and just a kind of blanket her uh, in, in a continual way, because here's what happens sometimes. Sometimes when people say, okay, the person's in the hospital, they're probably being taken care of. So we'll pray. And then people move on with their life. Um, let's, let's keep this going for Katie until she actually, uh, walks out of that hospital. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Ellie. Thanks for calling in at 833 288 
3986. We're going to go to Rhode Island next. Paula listening on Sirius XM 130 today. Hello, Paula. Hi. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, um, it's not a life and death thing, but my daughter's getting married tomorrow evening. A small ceremony and dinner. And then on Saturday, she has 200 people at a beach party. And Hurricane Lee is coming. It's on, her, her party is on the Cape, and um, it's not looking good. Mm. So I just appreciate prayers. Yeah, well, you know, we have a lot of examples in Scripture. Jesus showing his uh, dominion over nature, um, you know, calming the seas and the winds and so forth. So let's, let's really ask, you know, Jesus to, once again, just like he did in biblical times, you know, not just for the sake of your daughter's reception, certainly for that, but, you know, for the safety and well-being of all the people who might mm-hmm. be in the path of that hurricane. Mm-hmm. Let's just really pray that God will kind of steer it back out into the uh, Atlantic Ocean. Right. And a lot of people forget about the, the, the guardian angels and the, and the other choirs of angels that are responsible. Their mission is to, to, um, you know, be, be aware and to help with, with situations, um, in the climate and, and other factors on earth. So they minister to us here on earth. So I agree with Jerry, we go big with God so that there's protection for everybody that's, that's coming for that, um, reception, or if you have to move it, you have the means to do that. Um, we ask the angels to step in and, and we ask them to, to really help, uh, keep everybody safe and, and really celebrate this, this, it sounds like it's it's a beautiful celebration for your family. Yeah, her name is Mary, and uh, it would just it would prove to her that she should just always trust God knows God right. knows what He's doing with right. this. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Thank and you I- very much. Yeah, you're welcome. And I just want to share this. Jerry knows where I'm going with this, but it it is it has just been so um powerful for me. Uh Paula, um Saint um Saint um uh, some say Kateri, when we were at the uh, North American Martyr Shrine, they say Kateri. Um she is an amazing saint. Go to to Saint um uh Kateri, uh, she is incredible. I have asked her several times to help with situations with the weather, and she has come through every single time. Okay, I will. Thank you very much. You are very welcome. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, that's uh, St. Kateri. What a, uh, it's just so great to have the saints. You know? um, they, uh, they did everything God asked them to do in this life, and so God is a favor for them. If it is in accord with his will, he does whatever they ask for in, through, in, by way of their intercession for us. So That's right. That's right. Beautiful. Um, okay. okay. Um, Ju- Judy, I'm sorry, Judy is in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, listening on Holy Spirit Radio. Hi, Judy. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I'm asking for prayers. I have three uh, adult children. Uh, My two boys have not spoken to each other for 10 years. My one son is looking to reconcile the other one, who is my youngest, he's 52, uh, will have nothing to do with it. He, he, I don't even know if they remember what it was all about, but Mm -hmm. he is... um, just has stuck his heels in. He will not 
and I've been praying for this recon- reconciliation for years, and and God has answered me by having my oldest son, Jerry, make make the, the opening, you know, uh, uh, first the one offer. wanting yeah. to to exactly. Thank you, yeah. and um, um, just asking for prayers for for his heart to be softened. He's a very he is a very hard hearted person, mm-hmm. my son. This one, anyway, Raymond. Um, to, to have reconciliation. I mean, I have two different families. Every holiday, I go to. It's like having, you know, it, it is. Mm-hmm. It's having two different families, and there's cousins involved. They don't even know each other. It, it's it's just it's a heartbreaker. My heart, mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Well, you can hear my uh, frustration. Um, in this because um, Jerry and I, we have a life coaching ministry and folks can reach us at that ministry at standtalltoday.com. And I hear this all the time, Judy, all the time now. When I first was in life coaching in um, early 2000s, I I, I hardly heard of the division in in families. Now it's on a regular basis. So um, God bless your, your one son for wanting to extend that olive branch. That is wonderful. Here's what I would also suggest, if I may, if you're open to this suggestion, and that is, you know, they don't have to be lovey-dovey, right? Right out of the gate, okay? But it's not fair that, that the rest of the family has to do this, you know, separate, lo- separate uh, events and um, celebrations, and you have to be divided. It's not fair. So they... they they're old enough now to be mature enough now to be in a room where you don't have to fully agree, you fully, you don't have to fully forget, you don't have to fully love even that person, but you can do it for the sake of, of being kind to other, other people in the family. And so if maybe somehow that can be conveyed to your one son who seems to have a hardness of heart, um, maybe that would, would break it down a little bit. I think sometimes people are hesitant to reconcile because they don't want to get hurt again for whatever reason. So they'd rather stay away completely. I think there's a, there's a, there's a happy medium there. What, what do you think, Judy? Oh, I totally agree. I have said that to him. You don't have to, you know, just forgive him. He's forgiving you. And get, let's get on with our lives. We have children that don't know each other. That's right. You know, and, and God does. Right. And our, our dear friend, Adam Bly, who we work with, um, he has said many times that Jesus has said he's, he's not pleased with that. He, that's not the, the division he ever wants for families. So families can, can need to rise above that and be with each other for the sake of, of pleasing God. So if you can maybe get them to elevate out of their own circumstances and really, and realize they'll be, they'll be pleasing God, that would be wonderful, Judy. We'll pray for I that. I will do that. Okay. You got it. Awesome. Yeah, a lot of prayers going up for that. And we also have some from social media, so I'll just check in on that. Uh, Kay is getting over COVID, and Kay's niece was taken to the hospital. Mm-hmm. A friend's daughter, Brittany, is having a C-section tomorrow, and Kay wants to pray for Kim's family. So there's some prayer intentions from Kay via email at take2 at ewtn.com. Okay, and we will um, help me out, Jerry, how to pronounce this uh, wonderful next caller, please. I believe it's Amarisa in Las Vegas, Nevada, calling from, listening on Sirius XM 130. Hello, Amarisa, welcome. Hello, thank you for taking my call. Sure. 
Yeah, I'm from Las Vegas. I'm here in the parking lot of Henderson Hospital right now, uh, going going visiting my husband. So uh, my husband was my husband's name is James, and he was uh, diagnosed stage four cancer, uh, colon, metastasized liver, and uh, lungs, and uh, uh, he's coming back back and forth in the hospital. And now he's in the ICU. They admitted him from from the admission, and then he, he moved him to the ICU last yesterday night, yesterday morning. And due to the bleeding, and uh, we don't, the doctor doesn't know where the bleeding is, so they're trying to. They cannot do colonoscopy to him because it's so aggressive, and uh, the blood the blood pressure was too low, and now it's getting better. It's hundred plus. And then the heart rate is too high. So the ICU uh, staff is trying to figure out what, what what happened, why it's bleeding. And they cannot, I don't know what, they cannot figure out where the bleed at, where the bleed is. So my prayer is uh, the bleeding will stop. And my husband is not a Catholic. I'm a very Catholic. I'm a very religious person. So he married me in a Catholic church with the permission of the Pope because we filed in uh, San Francisco. And then we we got the permission from the Pope that he can marry. So he married in the church in the Philippines. So I'm happy for that. And then he went to church with me a few times. And then he got upset that uh, one uh, one staff in the, the church that kicked him out in the in where he sat down. So he started. He walked away. And after a few weeks, he diagnosed a stage for I don't know if it is a coincidence or whatever. He he diagnosed a stage for cancer after that, and he never goes to church with me anymore. And I have two press uh, who's praying with him, and one one press came over to my house just to tell him how Jesus, how good he is. Uh, he is a savior, like that. He died because of us, and he doesn't believe that. He said, "Oh, sorry, I don't believe what you believe." And he said, oh, Mickey, his nickname is Mickey. Oh, Mickey, I'm just telling you that this is it, but it's up to you. So it's up to you to think how Jesus is good for us. I said, no, sorry, I don't believe that. Uh, I, I believe that there is more than Jesus uh, uh, above that sending him here. He, Jesus is, is not God. So that's what he believes. I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't know what his religion. He just doesn't know. He said, I just believe Jesus is not God. So he said, after I die, I'm done. Nothing. You can do anything with my ashes. You can throw it, anything, but I'm done. And he said, throw my ashes and uh, somewhere. So no, I will keep my your ashes and I will do the uh, Catholic service. He said, if you, if you are okay. I said, yeah, you can do the Catholic service. On my ashes because I don't care. I'm I'm not there anymore. I'm done. After I, after I, after I, uh, I died. I'm done. I'm not. I'm not there anymore. No more. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, okay. So that's what he believed. So what he wants, he not he said yes to do the Catholic service. So uh, that's what he said. He and then he wants me bring his ashes to the Philippines with my dad because they are very close with my dad where my dad buried. Now, here in ICU, uh, somebody, I've been praying for him because he's very, very, I've been praying for him for the conversion of his heart, praying for the Holy Spirit to teach, to touch his heart, praying for Father Pio and Pedro Kalungsud to touch his heart. And then 
Uh, now he starts, and then every night, every night in the house, I rebuke him. By uh, I prayed for Saint Michael to, to to rebuke the dark dark spirit in his body, and to go to the to the foot of the cross. I rebuke that uh, prayer of Saint Michael the Archangel. I always do that every night. So now he changes his mind. He looks like he's positive, and he declined the the hospice. He said, "I don't want the hospice. I'm not dying." I want more treatment. Uh, and Marisa, let me just just for the sake of time, we got a lot of callers, but you're you're painting a beautiful picture for us to understand. I mean, it's this very sad thing that your husband is going through, but you're 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 representing it very well. And I just was thinking, you know, you you talk, he, you you mentioned a few times that he just says, you know, when I die, that's it, it's over. I'm just going to be ashes. Nothing happens after that, you know. But underneath that. You don't know. We don't know what the Holy Spirit and, and his guardian angel might be prompting him to think about, to feel in his heart. So let us hope and pray that underneath that that uh, kind of that uh, outer shell, so to speak, of, of believing that there's nothing after this life, that God is really moving on his heart. And I just want to, if you if you got a Bible, uh, take it out sometime real soon, maybe tonight or as, as soon as you get a chance, and read Luke chapter 5, Luke chapter 5, where some people carried a paralyzed man on a mat. They tried to get him into the house for Jesus to heal him, and there was too many people there. So uh, it's, uh, in verse 20, it says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. He went on to heal him. So sometimes it's really, and we, we mentioned this on this show and a lot of times before, it can be because of your faith, Amarisa, that your husband is brought to the Lord. If not healed, if not cured, he can be brought to the Lord, you know, at the, at the last part of his life here. Mm-hmm. So read that Luke chapter 5. It gives, it gives me a lot of hope anyway. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. That was a spot on what Jerry shared with you, Marisa. And I just would, would just encourage you to remain confident, remain joyful, remain hopeful. And that confidence will spread to your husband, okay? Okay, thank you so much. You're you very it. welcome. We're yeah. with you. We're with you in this. It's James. I got. I wrote James yeah. down. Her husband. Okay. Um, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to do like a, a rapid a lightning round. Um, so why don't Why don't I just quickly uh, share about the Catholic Sphere, Jerry? Mm. Sunday afternoon, two thirty Eastern Time on EWTN Radio. This week, see how Ryan Penny and his panel of influencers bring refreshment to souls all over the world by using humor. Join for an insightful discussion on the role of faith and laughter in the world of social media. That's on the Catholic sphere, and that's 2.30 Eastern time on Sunday afternoon. All right, we're going to go to America's finest city, as they call it, in San Diego, California. Alice listening on Sirius XM 130. Greetings, Alice. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Uh, Thank you for uh, taking my call. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're really puzzled. I have a granddaughter, 32 years old, uh, that announced that two years ago she and her husband became polyamorous. And uh, we didn't know. We found out by gossip. And they made it, they made it sure that we found out, we, we would find out by text messages. They put it on social media that they are polyamorous. They have three children, and uh, it's just tearing us apart because the children were going to uh, not Catholic but a Christian school, which is okay. Uh, 
And now she's taking the children out of Christian school. And her husband was a man of Columbus with my husband. He, they now say that they don't even want to go to church. So it, it, it's, there was an altercation, and we had to call the police because we had to get rid of the man from the house. My husband, my daughter, and I. And uh, meanwhile, my ne- my grandson-in-law is in the hospital with PTSD because he was in the service. And I say that it's because of her. I say it's her doings that started this mm-hmm. polyamorous affairs or whatever it is that they're right. doing. Okay. But it's- real quick. Real quickly, Alice, let me ask you this question. Are all of these um, uh, family members, were they all baptized uh, Catholic? Yes. Okay. Definitely. Okay. And now that they've decided to have this choice of having, you know, what whatever they decide is a relationship with multiple partners and things like that, that polyamorous uh, type lifestyle. Okay. Well, here's a problem. Uh, the problem is, is their their choices are going to lead them into ma- uh, major destruction. We know that, okay, because it's not that's that's not how God set it up. That's not that's not going to be pleasing to God. We can say we, we I think that's safe to say, um, but um, I, I would I, what I would do, Alice, if if I was in your position, because they are they were all baptized Catholic. Um, they are marked for Christ. I would 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 carry that torch for all of them. Your all of your family members. I would would uh, ramp up your prayers for them and your fasting, any type of fasting, to help them through this because their choices are going to lead them into, um, a re- I think, really destructive uh, destructive outcome. So so, but because they are marked for Christ. Christ will recognize that, Alice. So that's what we lean on. Okay. So you can take confidence in that. That's, that's what I would do if I was in your position. Jerry? I was going to say something similar. I was going to say a life of grace cannot coexist with a life of serious sin like this. One, one has got to give, and it's really pretty astounding, Alice, as you were describing. You know, the, the husband was a knight of Columbus. They were all very faithful. And, and now, you know, unfortunately, these uh, lifestyle choices they have made have really kind of robbed them of that grace of God that was active in their lives. And now now these other things are happening. So uh, I agree with what Debbie said, you know, um, just you be the you be the prayer warrior here. And since they're all baptized, like Debbie said, they are marked for Christ. Mm-hmm. doesn't guarantee they'll come back to him, but it really gives them certainly an advantage in that because they have that mark of baptism and the, right. the graces of God still perhaps a little bit dormant, but they can be stirred up. In their hearts. Okay, Alice. Well, keep praying. Thank you. Now, uh, pray for us, please. Yes. Absolutely. You're not alone, Alice. A lot of families are going through some really strange things right now. So prayer is important, but fasting, let's not forget fasting. Several priests were on social media late last night talking about that we're missing mm-hmm. the boat on fasting. So please, let's get back to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to your calls, in fact. First-time caller Chris in Columbus, Ohio, on St. Gabriel Radio is uh, joining us today. Hello, Chris. What can we pray for? Hi, Jerry and Debbie. Um, Actually, I'm asking for prayers and your listeners to storm heaven for a miracle for a little boy that we know through um, a friend of ours who is the uncle. And uh, his name is Theodore, and I believe he's three or four, and he is in a coma um, with a rare disease that um, I don't even know if they're sure how to treat it yet. 
but it's been like um, already two to three weeks now that he has been in a coma. Mm. So um, just, you know, asking for all the prayers we can get for him to wake up and um, hopefully find the, you know, the medical assistance that he would need. Um, but that would be great. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there are patron saints for everything. There is a St. Theodore, um, so I encourage you to definitely go to him for prayers. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be absolutely, certainly trying to find, uh, pray for the doctors and nurses and medical team to discover what this is. And God willing, it'll be something they have a very effective treatment for. This is really sad, you know, in a coma for two to three weeks, just such a, <clears throat> a precious little boy like this. Mm-hmm. So definitely going to be praying. Okay, we've got him in the book. Thank and and you as well and your family. So just please know that, Chris. Okay, uh, Jerry, I'm looking at the clock. Uh, can we get any squeeze in anyone? You, you, we have to have leave, leave time for prayer. Okay, uh, Carrie in Denver. If you can be okay. real brief, we want to make sure that you get your intention on the air. Hi, Carrie, listening on the Catholic Radio Network. Go ahead. I'm I'm so glad I made it on. I'd ask for prayers mm-hmm. for my sister-in-law, Marty, who lives in Kansas. She was diagnosed with a glioblastoma, mm. has had surgery, and is starting her chemotherapy today and uh, radiation this weekend, I think, um, and some kind of new program she's gotten into, which hopefully will be the answer for her. What I so appreciate about Marta is she always has a smile on her face, and when I say, how are you doing, she says, I'm just fine. I have turned this over to Jesus. Aww. Yeah, uh, you can't ask for a better disposition than that on Marta's part. And Carrie, you are a, a, a saint, a beautiful friend of hers to call in and share this request today. So we'll be praying for Marta. Indeed, and, and as well for Carrie, uh, for you, Minerva, Bernadette, Marion, and the others. We are not going to get you on the air, but your prayer intentions are included right now in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, you are our Creator, you are our Father, you are the giver of all good gifts, including answered prayers and miracles where they're requested and needed. So we lift up all of the prayer intentions, the ones that got on the air, the ones that did not today. We know that you will hear them and answer them according to your holy will. Through Jesus, your Son, we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, keep the prayers going, folks. And tomorrow we're going to be asking the question, what has Catholic Radio done for your spiritual life? That's tomorrow. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed day.